This is The Mindful and the Messy with Roxy and Sarah. Welcome to The Mindful and the Messy, honest, real-life chats on living and loving our lives. Welcome back to The Mindful and the Messy. Today, Roxy and I are talking about, is there an afterlife? Yes, this is a perfect topic for October. Halloween's coming up soon. A bit spooky. I'm kind of glad, to be honest, Sarah, that we're talking about this and it's my, like, morning, like, daytime, but it's your, like, evening time. (laughs) It is my evening, and I'm at home alone right now. Oh, same. Having a glass of wine, which which might mean I think there's things going on. (laughs) going on so maybe it will be a bit spooky I know I feel like we might freak each other out a little bit but that's what this kind of topic is about it's gonna be a little bit spooky and I know like I like that we're talking about this I like all the topics we talk about but this one's kind of even though it's spooky and it's definitely a very real topic Mm. it's also kind of fun in a way yeah Um, but also something that people probably don't talk about with everyone so I like that we're putting it on the table yes well I mean that's us for you really like with with all our episodes some of them are a little bit taboo or people don't talk about so we like to talk about them and get them out in the open um I think this one is definitely a topic that I think a lot of people I think it's just in our human nature to think about it right like it's Mm -hmm. the biggest question mark that you know we have what happens is there an afterlife? Like what happens when we die? And I think a lot of people think about it, but maybe it's a really uncomfortable topic for people to speak about openly to one another. I mean, especially if you think about a lot of people um, might have very set views um, from a religious point of view. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it can, there's lots of different opinions out there. Yeah. And I think people might be a little bit weary to talk about it Mm. because there's, a lot of religious elements with it, whether you have strong religious beliefs or you don't one way or the other, that may affect how you feel about talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely a lot of different ways to look at it. And I think people have a lot of different opinions, but maybe we just start by answering the question ourselves. Like, what Mm. do we think? Do we think there's an afterlife? Well, what do you think, Seth? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so I do. Like, I do believe in afterlife. Um, but I think the way that I've come to terms with it in my own learning mm. and my own views and experiences, I mean, most people know I love nature. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of my, what I always go back to. Yeah. And That's really where my strongest belief comes from, I think, is looking at nature and seeing how nothing in nature ever actually dies. Yes. Like there is no death. Everything becomes something else. Mm. And I always think of this when you see like a dead log, uh, a tree trunk that's fallen down or something and how you see moss coming from that and new seedlings sprouting from it, you know, and it's really easy to see it when we're out in nature, out in the forest, um, that everything goes back into itself and becomes life in another form. But because we're humans and we so often think of ourselves as being separate, 
we don't attribute that to ourselves as well, but we are nature. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately, I like to look at it in that way. Like we're, we're living in everything and we're going to go back into everything in some way. So I do believe that we become life in another form. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there is awareness. We do have awareness. Yeah. We do have consciousness. I think that also goes back into a larger field or something. Mm. Energy. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it's funny, like we we actually have similar views. So I kind of, I have this, it's almost like I have like two, two kind of opinions about what I really kind of think. So like on one hand, I definitely believe like our bodies go back into the earth. And like you said, like, don't, uh, it like transforms into something new and you just go back to the earth. Like I believe that we kind of come from the earth and that's where we return when we die. So that really like cyclical nature um, that is in the environment anyway, I really do believe that as well. But then when it comes to things like what happens to like our souls or like, you know, I've seen ghosts before. So I'm like, how, how do I explain this? Or how do you explain people who have really, really strong past life, like, um, like visions and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's huge question marks. And I think that there's a lot that obviously can't be explained. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally don't believe in the Catholic or Christian belief of like a heaven, like somewhere in the clouds. And that's where everyone goes when they die. Like, I don't believe in, in that. Um, I believe like this earth is pretty much as heaven as you could get. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. I don't have like a solid view. Like I'm not really set in my opinion as to what I think happens. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do really believe that we are a part of nature and I think that plays into a lot of what happens when we die as well. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you and I'm very much of the same mindset. It's more I'm thinking about our body mm. that is going back into the earth and like manifesting in some other form in nature. Mm. Um, and it did take me time to get to that belief as well I don't think I started off with that belief no neither but spending more time in nature is sort of what led me to that yeah but I agree when I'm thinking more about like our spirit or our soul um I do see that as being I guess more in terms of energy like Mm. which again you could say is nature like our universe is all made up of energy right Mm. Um, even scientists won't dispute that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that our spirit, our soul, that part of us is really like our energy and that that energy can be very strong in certain places. So for example, houses Mm -hmm. where something might have happened to someone or someone had strong energetic attachment to it. Mm -hmm. I think that energy can take form. Mm -hmm. So like, that's kind of what I think about when I'm seeing, because I, well, no, I haven't, well, I've kind of seen, yeah, okay, I'll say a ghost. Yeah. Um, But, like, had really scary experiences as well with mm. ghosts or something, which I'm sure we'll get into, but yeah, I like to think of that more as, like, being our energy in a way. 
like mm. our, our field of energy and how it can get stuck in an object or an area or to a person based mm. on its experiences in that form, in that body. Mm. Yeah, that I like the way that you put that. It's making me think more because there's definitely been I feel like I feel like as humans we have like our like real animal kind of intuition that we can, you know, if we live in cities and stuff like that, I feel like our intuition or our gut feeling kind of you don't, you know, become so attuned to it. But out in nature I feel like you really get into that intuition, that gut feeling. And I feel like sometimes I've been in situations where I've been into a room or a house, whatever you said, and I've had like a really bad feeling like I should not be in here or something and it's not like I can physically see anything or explain it. And again, it's like that energy, but it's so strong. And I've kind of learned to not question when I have those real strong gut feelings, like I just go with it and I just do whatever I feel is right. But maybe it's what you just said about people's energy being stuck in places or to people or mm, yeah and there's a there's an indigenous healer I follow on Instagram Mm. named Juliet Diaz Mm -hmm. and she was doing this thing for a while she has like extra sensory abilities I don't know if that's the proper term so I'm sorry if I messed it up but Mm -hmm. he uh is very attuned and she was doing this thing for a while where people could send in photos of their dolls. So dolls that they may have acquired. And here we go with the spookiness. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) And she would tell you if your doll was haunted or not. And if it was haunted, who it was, why they're in there or what it was um, and what you needed to do. Like if it's like fine, they're happy. Or if it's like they want you to do this or go bury that thing in the earth right now. (laughs) And it was really interesting because the amount of detail she provided, I actually sent in a lot, like any, I didn't really have any dolls, but I sent in my mom's dolls and I sent in uh, this like angel figurine I had. And most of my stuff's like not haunted, not haunted, not haunted. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much all of it. But then the uh, angel figurine, she's like not haunted, but has really beautiful energy around it like it's been prayed with and meditated with which Mm -hmm. is so interesting because I have it in my meditation space and like meditate with it every day Um, she knew that somehow she could pick up on that yeah so I think but she talked a lot of it as being like the individuals or just a certain type of energy that was attached to that physical Mm -hmm. object um which could be really good like it could have been a child that had a hard life and died in a hard way, but like really liked that doll and was mm. wanted to be in that doll and be cared for as that doll mm. or something darker. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Kibi jeebies. <laughs> yeah. Kibi jeebies for sure. Yeah. So I definitely, I mean, that's the thing is like, oh, yeah, on one hand, I really believe like our bodies go back into the earth and all that very nature based thing. But then on the other hand, because like I'm a pretty spiritual person nowadays anyway, it's like I can't really ignore all these beliefs I have now. And so, like with energy yeah. and all that kind of stuff, like I believe that lady hands down just from what you told me, like not for one second do I not believe it. So it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, we, we did ask you guys on Instagram to write in what you thought, um, 
what you thought happens when you die. So I might just read some out if that's right. Sarah, yeah. Just so we can see. So one person said, our atoms become scattered and reused over and over to allow us to live on. Um, cool. Someone else said, all energy is borrowed. One day it returns to the source, then reincarnated into another form. Okay. Um, someone said, we just stop existing like all other life. Um, someone said, oh, this is nice. We reunited with the, those we've lost. So I guess that's more of a Catholic or Christian kind of thing of heaven. Um, someone said, our spirit is free to roam either world. We can stay here or head to their world and come back as needed. Yeah. That's kind, cool. of, that's kind of what I got on this one. Did people write in to you about anything? Yeah, they did. Um, someone said on to the next one and it was that dancing emoji and then a cow. <laughs> so nice. I think they mean reincarnation. Like, you become, yeah, you become so, yeah, yeah. some different form of life. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. we just leave the skin we're in and carry on till graduation. And by graduation, she meant like, I, I think she wrote Mukti Mahasamadhi liberation. I think it's like enlightenment in a way. Okay. Yeah. So you keep your spirit. I think what she's saying is your spirit finds a new body or a new form until you reach that enlightenment. That's more of a I'm Buddhist it's like a thing. yogurt perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And once you reach enlightenment, you become one with source. And then the other one was, I think we returned to source like a river merging with the ocean. That's nice. That was uh, from... Yeah, a woman I follow who's a beautiful poet, which I think came through. And yes, it did. Matt. Um, yeah, I like the idea they came up in both, like source mm. or when I think of what it's what it must be like to have your spirit go into whatever's after. I imagine it's like coming back to total connection, like mm. even though you were separate, you sort of it's almost like a remembering of that everything is connected and you mm. become one with everything again. Yeah. And then maybe in a different way become something else. But um, yeah, when I imagine the source going back to a source, mm. I imagine it's just that like essence of being totally interconnected to everything yeah. and remembering what that is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people had different, like, as I said, like, that everyone's got different views. And, and to be honest, nobody nobody knows and nobody kind of will really know what happens. So it, it's one of these things that's, like, I think it's very interesting to talk about. Um, but <laughs> nobody really has any answers. It's just all, all what we think. And, you know, obviously our upbringing is going to determine and change maybe how we look at the world like that and... Um, I mean, I kind of had, I suppose, I suppose I had more Catholic um, ways of thinking about afterlife when I was younger, maybe, because that was like the norm for my area, like where I live, like read the Bible and believe in, um, believe in heaven and stuff like that. But I think it's interesting that how your beliefs can really change when you get older. Yeah. Like mine definitely have. And it it's also interesting because I know that my mom really believes in heaven mm. and she was she's catholic yeah she didn't rate like we weren't raised catholic um well my dad's not catholic maybe that's why but yeah she 
really believes in heaven and like it makes her sad when I tell her. Oh, I believe and I've always been like super open about what I believe. Yeah. Um, but I think she just she's sad that her kids don't believe in God. Yeah. But I'm like, I would I still believe in something bigger than us. Yeah. I just see it in a different way. I don't think there's actually any difference. Yeah. I think maybe, you know, that the notion of God has been taken and used in different ways. But I yeah. think like the essence of it always goes back to the same thing. Yeah. I'm just not gonna like label it. Yeah, label it or believe in everything that, mm. like, no offense to people who believe, but I don't want to follow all the things that that religion says you must follow. Yeah, no, um, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so I know it's just interesting. I think, like, maybe in our generation, we've had more freedom or openness to other ideas or something because mm. we, well, I guess everyone's beliefs can change. I don't know. I know what my you're mom, saying, though. Yeah, my mom, like, has definitely stayed in her beliefs, but I'm sure also talking it out with me, like, maybe they've changed a little. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's something to be said, though, as well. Like, I've never, I've only, like, I think when people lose someone close to them, um, it can really change people's view of afterlife. So I think a lot of people find comfort in believing in something like heaven or um, some sort of real afterlife when they lose someone because it's they either have felt, really felt that person's presence still even after they've passed or it's really, you know, obviously more comforting to believe that there is an afterlife. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I can understand how people's views can really change and mine might change. Like, I have no idea. It just depends on, I suppose, what happens um, to you. Um, but let's, I'm interested to hear about the other half. So we've just spoken about what we think happens in the afterlife. What about the ghosty part? So the real spooky <laughs> part of yeah. the things that go bump in the night. And I mean, to be honest, I can't believe I suggested we do this episode because I'm such a wuss I hate scary movies I'm like the person who will totally refuse to watch anything remotely scary um so why I'm did this topic I don't know (laughs) well I'm the opposite I I love I've always loved ghost stories ghost movies like tell it all to me let me watch it all Uh, freak myself out um yeah but I know why you chose this episode because you recently had a yeah right (laughs) you had an experience I did um yeah okay this yeah okay good point sir um (laughs) I totally forgot about that yeah so what happened basically was one night and it was like I woke up you know, sometimes you're dead asleep, but then you just wake up. Your eyes are just awake and you're like, whoa, okay, I'm really awake. And it was at 3.30, which is like the witching hour or the devil's hour or whatever people call it. And when I say this out loud, it seems far scarier than how I actually felt at the time. But Mm. so I turned over to like the other side of my bed where, yeah, the empty side of my bed. And there was just this lady's face like up, so close to me like where somebody else would be sleeping like just right there like yikes okay face right there and it was this lady's face and she had brown hair but she had this really big 
birthmark that was taking up the whole side of her her face. But my reaction was the weirdest fucking thing. I was like, <gasps> like out loud, like gasped. And I reached, turned away from her to reach my phone to get my light. And as I was doing that, I said, oh my God, sweetie, are you okay? And went back with my torch on and then she was gone well and I just sat in bed like what the fuck happened because for me to physically speak out loud and yeah. grab my phone was enough that my brain literally thought there was someone next to me and it was just crazy but the thing is is I didn't get a bad vibe off her at all like I was trying to help her because I remember just being like oh my god like is she okay she got this massive birthmark on her face that I, like, didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then I just kind of was in this weird, like, lucid state. And then I think I fell back asleep. And I made my sister, like, cleanse my room the next day with, like, sage and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah. Yeah. So that happened and that yeah. freaked me out. <laughs> How was it trying to get back to sleep? That's the weird thing, right? So I was, like... I was in this real dream state, it kind of felt like, and I had to really sit up with, like, put my light on to, like, really wake up. Um, But then it was kind of like I was, yeah, a bit freaked out, but it was so late I kind of just, like, went back to sleep. But it's kind of one of those things that your brain tries to rationalise everything. So because there was nothing in my room that I could see anymore, I was like, oh, maybe it was just a dream. But it was just weird that I had this full big reaction to it and then nothing was there. Yeah, well, that's what makes it feel like, yeah, it was real because yeah. you you did turn on your light or grab your phone, I mean, and yeah. get out. Like, yeah. That's pretty spooky. It was Great pretty spooky. You. But like you said, I, I really do think that you get a feeling. Um, like whether it's it's a good good spirit or a bad spirit well don't they say like if it's really bad spirits around you can smell like there's like a smell oh, really? of, well yeah my dad's had a few encounters because my dad grew up in Scotland and like there's a fuck ton of ghosts over there <laughs> and he had this one time and he like smelt this like terrible smell like rotting eggs but like nobody else could smell it and then he just thought it was nothing and yeah, then they told him, like, yeah, that usually means there's, like, bad spirits around or whatever, if you can smell that real, like, gross smell. That happened, but I didn't know it always meant, like, a bad spirit. Mm. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? Do you have any, do you have a spooky story to tell? Yeah, I have a few. Yeah, let's get into them. Um. So there's one that I really clearly remember and I didn't necessarily see anything, but it's one of my scariest experiences. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I need like a teddy bear or something to cuddle. <laughs> it's not like we can help each other to the opposite ends of the world. <laughs> and we're both home alone. This is fun. Okay, go. Um, I'm good. Yeah, it was pretty, I was babysitting. Oh my no. Parents. <laughs> not the babysitter. <laughs> friend's kid oh fuck um kids was it both of them yeah it was so yeah I don't remember why but they lived in this old farmhouse it was like a really old farmhouse that uh I'm pretty sure who lived there before 
I don't know if he died in there, but he did die like around his farmhouse. He owned it. Um, I'm from like a really small town. So you do know all this history of who lived where. Uh, But yeah, I was babysitting and um, out on a farm, like in the middle of nowhere. And it was two boys. The one boy was only like a couple years younger than me, but the other one was quite a bit younger than me. Mm. So the other boy was asleep, the older one, but I was reading to the younger one in his room Mm. and I would just like stay in his room. Mm. Um, And I realized he had fallen asleep and I started to hear footsteps like outside of the room we were in. But like I knew... Like, I could see out of the room. I could see nothing was there, but I could hear the footsteps, like, very clearly. So I thought, okay, maybe it's the older son. So I went, like, out, like, and called his name and looked in his room, and he was sleeping. So I just, like, went back into the other room. Mm -hmm. And, like, the little kid's asleep. I'm not going to wake him up and freak him out. Um, But I just kept hearing them and, like, they got closer and closer until they were literally like right beside the bed, back and forth footsteps and nothing was there. But I had such a bad feeling. Like I did not feel good. And I ended up like going into the corner of the bedroom. I remember and like covering myself in the covers and like praying. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't know what else to do. And I was so freaked out. And all I could hear was these footsteps like in the room. Um, And eventually they went away. Like, I don't know how long it was and I went to sleep. But when I talked to their mom the next morning when she was back, she was telling me how there was so much stuff that was happening in the house because they had put it up for sale. And like whenever she was cleaning, stuff would fall off the mantle or whatever, or like things that would never fall would were suddenly falling all the time. And um, she'd had it where she'd be again, reading to the younger son upstairs and she'd hear her name being called and think it was her husband and go down and it wasn't him, but like hear her name very clearly. Um, So yeah, like my mom, it was my mom's friend's dad who used to live there and, or maybe grandpa, grandpa or dad, but either way, she said like, yeah, he lived in that farmhouse forever and everyone kind of believed it was him just like getting upset that they were selling it. Um, but that was super creepy. That's absolutely fucked. Okay. The whole babysitter and the farm and the kids, (laughs) that's like those bloody scary movies. There's one scary movie I watched with babysitter and some big house. I forget what it was called, but it was creepy as especially because I've babysat a lot. I fucking hate those ones. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, I've got such goosebumps listening to that. <sighs> yeah, that was creepy. Oh gosh, that's so creepy. And do you know what? Is somebody sent in a story that is kind of similar to that, which is... Really? Yeah. So okay, let, me, let me just um, get it up. So it's the same like farm, old farmhouse like <laughs> set up. Yeah. So sorry. One second, guys. Okay, so she said, I'll just, like, paraphrase. Okay, so she said her first, uh, like, ghost occurrence was when she was a kid and she stayed at her grandparents' place, which is, like, an old farm, like, really old historic kind of place, like, in the middle of nowhere. Um, She was out in the old shearing shed, so for sheep, and she could hear a boy laughing 
and footsteps running around. But she was literally the only kid there at the time. It was just her and, like, the grandparents. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't think of it much until next time she was there. And it felt like someone was trying to hold her hand, like, as she was going to sleep. So she got freaked out and ran into, like, her nan's room um, to, like, sleep there. And so her nan said it was probably her uncle who had drowned in the dam at that farm 50 years ago when her nan was a kid. She said so casually as if she had also seen or heard him before. So, um... This chick, who was like 10, 11 at the time, went down to the dam to intentionally speak to her, like, uncle to try and, like, reach out. It's funny what kids do, hey? Like, like she would have yeah. just thought that's, like, the logical thing to do. And so she was just, like, asking questions in her head and then she finally heard saying some someone say, Gracie, you're finally here. And this chick was confused because that's her middle name. That's not her first name. And she said, no, I'm... I won't say name, not Gracie. And apparently this person replied saying, where's Gracie at? Um, so, you know, apparently he said, you know, it's Nathan, you know me. And this chick was really confused, like, who the hell is Gracie? And so then, hold on, this is a creepy bit. So she asked her nan if she had got any more, like, info about this. And it happened that around the time the boy died, her auntie Gracie who's a spitting image of this chick was the one who found his body. So her oh. auntie Gracie was the one who found the boy who had drowned and Gracie oh looks like this chick. So that's why he oh, was like, Gracie, is that you? And she's like, who the hell is Gracie? Oh, that's really creepy and sad. Oh, I know. Right. I have chills. I have chills too. Whoa. But yeah, that one. Oh my God. Actually I have goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's the one that I was just like, oh, creepy farmhouse, and like that's yeah. sad, right? And again, like she, it does, it, it didn't sound like it was, that wasn't like a bad spirit or like a bad intentions. It's like kind of stuck almost, like doesn't yeah. know how to move on. Yeah, but like I maybe it's a, I mean, yeah, the part at the end really makes it seem like stuck because yeah. he's talking to whoever found him right which means it sounds like he's stuck in that moment maybe he's stuck in like a time he loved (laughs) yeah yeah it's really before that yeah I don't know who knows all right what else you got I'm loving this but also hating Uh, it me too I love hating (laughs) but creepy but fun my uh well one thing I wanted to bring up so when I was around grade five six Mm. my best friend at the time and I shout out to her if she's listening because she'll know who she is yeah um became really into the Ouija board oh fucking Ouija board (laughs) Jesus yeah like my mom had an old one that she would let us use and she just said like if it ever says it's a bad spirit you put it away yeah but her and I just loved it and would do it like she whenever she'd come over that's all we would do is Ouija board and we started getting really into it um and I know she didn't send any of her ghost stories in I know she has some but it started to get to a point where it was getting uncomfortable um there was one time when we were on it and like I kid you not, the thing flew off the board and, like, hit the wall. It was in the middle of the day. Oh, fuck. 
And like her and I were so into it. Like we weren't (sighs) trying to move it, you know, we just were so into ghosts. Um, But yeah, that happened. And then the time that made us stop and give up on it was we had been doing it all day. Like we did all the time. And we went downstairs at my parents to play pool. Mm. And so I was at one end of the pool table and she was at the other. And behind me is the hallway. Yeah. Um, And I was, I remember I was leaned over to take my pool shot. And I just heard this like whispering, like, I don't even, I don't know what it said, but it just sounded so creepy. Like, like a man's voice and like so immediately I look up and at the exact same time she's looking at me we didn't say anything we just dropped our pool cues and ran upstairs and I think that was probably the last time we ever used the Ouija board (laughs) oh my god you know my parents had a like a a new house that they built when I was young it wasn't like it was an old house or anything so then we like Okay, what am I doing? <laughs> You're like inviting them in. Yeah, and just the, like, if I looked up and she hadn't looked at me, I could have written it off as me hearing something. But I I remember this so clearly, like our eyes meeting each other and being just being like, shit, like let's fucking go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like not saying anything, just like knowing we had to get upstairs because shit was getting a little bit out there. <laughs> oh, my God. I will say, like, I think Ouija boards are a real thing and I think you do have to be careful, like, what you do with them because they can really, like, invite bad spirits or, like, you're just giving them, like, an open kind of gateway to it. Like, the chick who sent in that last story said that she was, like, playing – she's had many kind of stories, but she was playing with a Ouija board one time and it was, like, bad shit and she was, like, ugh like did it kind of without knowing the what can actually happen and like I know like I went to a Catholic high school and I know that so many girls got in trouble from doing like Ouija boards in the fucking like we had a little chapel and they were doing it in the chapel and they got in so much trouble yeah oh creepy 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 yeah I'm surprised my mom let me play around with it so openly but my mom's always been really into ghosts and stuff too so and she did tell I, you, like, if they're, like, a bad one. I don't know if we listen. No. But, <laughs> but everyone was okay, I think, anyway. Um, there's another another story that I just quickly thought of. I'm never going to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least you're a whole day. I know. I've got a whole day to psych myself out of this. Yeah. I'm going to go oh, watch Disney for the whole day or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah, go. <laughs> this one isn't that creepy it's just kind of like whoa um (laughs) well he goes (laughs) I was in Oxford with my parents and so we did the tour of that old you mean in England yeah in England yeah yeah Yeah. there's that old it might just be called Oxford Castle yeah um that we went and toured and they do like a ghost tour there oh yeah 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 and uh, I mean, it used to be used as a prison and stuff. So anyway, we went into this castle and they take you down to the very bottom where it's the, I think like the old prison cells. Great. Is what it is. Yeah. 
you're just already like hearing all these stories and stuff but anyway most people leave and carry on with the tour but I'm always that person who's like no I'm gonna stay last oh god (laughs) remind me to never do this with you if we ever travel again somewhere else I'm never doing a bloody ghost tour with you (laughs) yeah go on okay (laughs) we'll keep us safe (laughs) yeah but um no I was just video video videoing on my room on my phone not on my room (laughs) it's like pitch black but then in the video all of a sudden there's like something like flies across (laughs) on my camera I still have this video like I can show you and I saw it when I was videotaping and I was like oh my god mom look and she's like that's creepy but yeah it's like something like very orb like flying across my screen in the pitch dark no I hate this why are we doing these episodes (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you should send me that we should we'll yeah yeah good good thing is I'm pretty sure most of the people who went to prison there at least once the university opened was um drunk students so yeah (laughs) (laughs) great I don't know about before then, but uh, I definitely think there are some places that have like a tendency to have more spirits hanging around. So yeah. when you mentioned like like England, so my dad's Scottish, and his creepiest ghost story that I've ever heard, and he's told me a few times, and I hate it, but I also like very intriguing. So he used to live in. Oh, he used to live in this place in Aberdeen um, where it used to be a tubercul- tuberculosis sanitarium. So Ooh. before it was developed into housing, it was, yeah, sanitarium for TB. And um, one time it was like, I can't exactly remember the details, but basically creepy-ass house, like in the basement is where the morgue used to be, like mm-hmm. – just really, really creepy and really old history kind of thing. And dad went into like this kind of like play, like game room kind of thing. And there was like no one else, like people were out at a party or something like that. And he was about to leave. And he like turns around and sees this late, like through, through the kind of um, window to go to the other room. He sees like this lady's, walk past who has like the really old school like Victorian kind of hats on like the big you know like the big hairstyle hats and stuff like that and just he said like the room just went freezing and just was like freaked out and he just saw her like walk past and like just stay at the window and then just keep moving and he was just like it was a freakiest thing and he ran so fast like nobody else was there and he was just like it was a creepy house. Like, things used to go bump all the time in the night when nobody else was there. And it was just, like, mm, creepy, creepy as. creepy. And I was just There's, like, um, no. <laughs> that reminds me of where I went to school in Toronto mm-hmm. for a year. It used to be an asylum. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, so it's all, like, these old red brick buildings, right, that are all connected by underground tunnels. Um, you can't, I don't think you can go in the tunnels anymore, except on Halloween, they open them up, but yeah, um, I never went in the tunnels, but there were a ton of stories about the buildings. Hmm. And there was one building where so many people had complained about seeing a woman in the top window looking out. 
that they boarded it up. Whoa. Like, didn't use that. I don't even think they used that whole building. So it's like, okay, you know, like, there's so many people who've reported seeing that and you, you boarded it up. <laughs> like, it just makes you think, well, obviously something's going on. Oh, shit. Especially when, like, lots of people see the same thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you have any more, sir? Um... I mean, there's been some that have been so quick, you know? Yeah, well, like, the one on my bed was really quick. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time, like, I was hoping more people would send in their stories, mm. but I think a lot of the time it does happen so quick. It's yeah. almost like you do second-guess yourself too, right, mm. sometimes, and you don't know if it's a good one. I mean, they all can be creepy, but yeah. there was – I do remember when my first family dog died, like, I 100% believe I saw the dog on the deck. Like, I remember opening the door to let her in. Oh, wow. It was late at night. And then when I opened it, realized she wasn't there. And it was, like, a couple weeks or maybe not even since she'd passed away. Wow. And I was, like, five. Yeah. But I really remember this. That's so a, that. Yeah. I know what you mean. And I think, really, like, you opening the door, me reaching for my phone, when you do a physical thing it really solidifies that you've seen something because you've taken action to try and like clarify what you're seeing do you know what I mean yeah and I also think kids kids can be really susceptible to seeing things and like I think I read something it's like kids under the age of eight are usually like Mm -hmm. really open still to seeing things that adults don't see and they think it's like normal and yeah like oh I think it's like yeah, I mean, it can be creepy sometimes where you hear, like, parents talk about how their kids just start smiling and laughing and then they look yeah. and they're not smiling at anything. It's like, what are they saying? But they're too young to, like, communicate that. Yeah. Well, there's people in my family who um, they live – they had a lot of ghost stories, but uh, the one night my – cousin was crying really crying and they couldn't calm her down or something or so my aunt went to go get her bottle mm. and couldn't find it in the fridge so then was like to my uncle like where is it where did you put it da, da. Mm. and then mm. as they were like trying to find it she stopped crying and when they went back she was sitting up in bed and she was super young like totally calm with her bottle <laughs> oh my god creepy I mean love <laughs> kids but that's creepy yeah so they're like yeah some Someone got her bottle. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think that, like, so, for instance, my older sister, I definitely, from, like, a young age, I really feel like she's had some sort of abilities. Like, she's always been able to see things I've never seen or, like, mm-hmm. and even to this day, she still sees things. And so it happened literally maybe a month ago. I was playing piano in our living room and I was just playing and then Jen was like oh, I can't remember what happened she went quiet or she said something oh no she was like getting really upset and so I turned around and I thought I don't know she really liked my playing and thought I was amazing and she was like, <laughs> I was like oh my god why it's not that side of a song and she was saying like I was sitting playing piano and she's like I just saw a woman standing next to you and me being me I was like fuck off you little bitch don't tell me that like freaked out like don't fucking say that and she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, it's it's like she was just, like, enjoying it. And do you know how creepy it was? She described this lady. Oh, my God, that creeped me out. I forgot. Somebody just came home. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
sorry, so she described this lady like to the T, like she looks like brown hair and she's wearing like, looks kind of like an old army uniform, like, you know, like the nurses with the hats and stuff and like this, this and this. She's like, yeah, it looks like this person. Then my mum literally goes into our kitchen and goes, is it this lady? And pulls out a photo of literally the lady that Jen saw and it was my my grandma's friend who had died who used to love playing piano who gave us our old piano oh and my god jen just like burst into tears and was like completely freaked out but it was crazy because she completely described this lady then for some reason this photo of this lady was in my kitchen that like jen hadn't seen it was like in all these boxes that we were moving and then mum picked it out and was like is this does this look like her and she was like like her reaction was like cr- crazy. Her face was like, "Wow, joking." It was cre- it was creepy. It was so creepy. I was creeped out. I was like, "I ain't playing piano again." <laughs> That's it for me. Yeah, but like again, it wasn't a bad thing. But Jen was just like, "How did I see that? And how did I know that that's what it was?" Yeah, creepy. But it's probably also in a weird, it's scary to get validation, but also nice to know, like, yeah, you're not just. She had that yeah. kind of thing. She was like, it's creepy just to, like, have that confirmed. And so crazy that, like, what she was wearing was very similar to what was in the photo. And, yeah. And then to have all of that, like, you can't really deny that. But then also being like, okay, I'm not crazy, but I can see stuff. Like, <laughs> great. And you know, and then yeah. does it creep you out more? And maybe it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning about the energy too. Like maybe the even photographs and stuff, you know, can carry energy. And Yeah. And I mean, just me, it was just interesting that it was like me, my sister and my mom, and they were listening to me play piano. And she used to love playing piano. Like, she taught my mom how to play piano. Oh, really? Yeah, and she gave us her old piano. Whoa, okay, see there. So the piano. Yeah, (laughs) the piano. So, oh, my God, I have have too many goosebumps. This is... Yeah. This has been a long one, guys. Sorry, I mean, if you've you've listened to this whole episode, well done. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully not alone. (laughs) And, oh, my God, if you're... Um, sorry if you can hear that background noise, but, um, yeah, if you're, well, I mean, if you're really into getting spooked out, um, listening to this alone, maybe at Halloween, (laughs) perfect thing to freak you out. Yeah. Yeah. It could be fun. I mean, I still like to freak myself out, but (sighs) to an extent, there was one time I watched the Blair Witch at my cottage in the forest alone. Oh, a bad choice that's like <laughs> that's not okay that is crazy oh wait let's I I hated that movie oh my god I hate scary movies okay wait let me just quickly ask you what is the scariest movie you've ever seen oh I don't know oh I, I feel mind. like I would have to I I don't know really maybe the Blair Witch Ooh. no I don't know <laughs> Why, do you know yours? Yeah, I think it was a combination of things as to why it was the scariest. Because I was like 10 when I watched yeah. it. And it was like really creepy. It was Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah, that one But it was creepy. the old school one. And um, I watched it like 
I watched it at my friend's house who lives like near this really like open, big, like kind of field park area. And it was like around Christmas time and we were watching it and it was, it was just so fucking scary. It was just like, not, it's a scary movie anyway, but like being 10 and watching it. And I think yeah. anything to do with like the movies that scare me the most or anything to do with um, like spirits, demons, anything that could kind of be real and they yeah. turn into a horror movie, like ones that are really abstract and obviously just like not kind of true, I'm not that scared by. Mm-hmm. But like things like Wolf Creek. <laughs> like I don't know that I've seen that one. Wolf Creek. Oh, it's based in Australia on like based around the uh-huh. true story. <laughs> you should watch it. Uh-oh. Or maybe you shouldn't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, basically with I think maybe with the Blair Witch, that's why it creeped me out. Same thing you're saying, because mm. they did it on video cameras, like they were videotaping it, right? And yeah. Yeah. Anything that could be real. I'm like, it's just needs to go. (laughs) Well, thanks guys. Uh, Yeah. I think we got the creepy factor out there. Yeah. But don't forget everyone, your body will go back to the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah, um, that was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed that episode. Um, We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now, so you can stream us on both, which is very exciting. And, yeah, we'll talk to you later, guys. Go hug your friends or your parents or someone. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever you can. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll chat to you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Mindful and The Messy. If you'd like to keep in touch, you can find us on Instagram. Roxy Rogan, which is R-O-G-A-N, and Sarah is at Sacred by Sarah. Thanks so much and talk again soon.